Last orders. Ah, poor Biddy. She puts a brave face on, but God, she had a hard life. And she's not the only one. There's many more that pass through that workhouse here. But oh, look, here's Mr. Begg holding court again, pouring out the porter for his friends. Welcome, Anne. Glad you and your friend could join us. Good of you to make it over to our corner. You've come to the right place. <laughs> for this is the place to be if you want hospitality. For you see, you've had the good fortune to land amongst the innkeepers. <laughs> Let me introduce you to myself and my friends. I am Mark Begg, and, and this here is my wife, Margaret. You come upon us as we have guests of our own. This lady opposite is Maggie Nolan, and beside her is the strapping specimen that is Pat Donnelly. <laughs> ah, we all have lots to talk about, you see, for we all ran the same business. <laughs> no, no, not at the same time, of course, but, but, but still. Needless to say, it was me that was the first of them. The inn we kept was over the main street, across on the Connaught side of the river. Ah, what a fine place it was. We had 60 feet fronting onto the street, and a plot that ran all the way back to the waterside. Right over from the castle we were. It was a fine spot for trade, you better believe. I had the place back in the 1730s, and made it into quite the establishment, even if I do say so myself. <laughs> oh, we used to get all the military boys inside, forever drinking toast to this victory or that general. We were a bit rowdy at times, but good regular customers. We were doing well. But it was when I set up the stagecoach that things really took off. It was the first one ever between Etlone and Dublin, don't you know? Oh, a right good service. Well, that's how I advertised it, I can tell you. It surely was. <laughs> it took travellers all the way to Capel Street in Dublin and back, where, of course, I was always quick to offer them a bed. <laughs> After I was gone, it was the others who continued on with what I built. Maggie here, she had the place in the 1740s. The Widow Larkin, she was known as back then. She was leasing it off George Rochford, who had been an MP for Westmead in my day. He became Earl of Belvedere, I'm told. Maggie paid him £30 a year for the privilege. Oh, she did well in dealing with him, and make no mistake. He was said to have kept his wife locked away, and was the type of man to get himself shot up in jewels. Oh, a fellow best kept on the right side of. <laughs> Maggie managed it, though, and the inn fairly thrived. In them days, the stage left right from the front door every Thursday and came back on a Monday. Ah, you'd be clamouring to get onto it then, mark me. It was served by a fine new luxury carriage. Uh, what, what, what they called a Landau. A retractable roof it had for those odd fine days we get in Ireland. <laughs> those stepping aboard were travelling in some of the most elegant style in all the kingdom. 
on top of it all, they had the value of their luggage guaranteed in case their possessions were lost or, or taken by some devil of a highwayman on the journey. Oh, everything was thought of. <coughs> the carriage was drawn by a team of four horses, and there was even a relay system in place to keep the speed up. There were always four fresh horses kept on hand in Kinnegad, ready to be swapped over into the harness on the way through. Inside the inn, Maggie got in all new beds for the place, and a good, comfortable lying there was to be had in them too. By the time Pat here had his hands in the place in the early 1800s, it was the best situation in Ireland. <laughs> At that time, there was house rooms aplenty, stabling for 60 horses, and a private passage to access the Shannon. <laughs> to top it all, it was situated right there in the centre of the main street. I mean, what more could you want? Everyone who was anyone stayed here. The great and the good. <laughs> and the not so great and so good. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we all had good times there. And have good times now discussing our old inn. I, I, I hope you don't mind us pestering you about it, but... Ah, how we did love the place. And it gave us skills of great use to everyone here. And guests like yourself. As you can be sure, we know well how to look after people. <laughs> I, I, I hope you'll not be leaving us for a while. But when you do, I hear tell from Anne that there's still a drinking house on the site of the former establishment. Sean's Bar, I, I believe, is the name for these days. I hope the present proprietor is keeping up to our standards. <laughs> if you find yourself there, raise a glass for all of us who went before. I've a nice gin for you, Anne, when you're done gossiping. <laughs> Gossip indeed. The cheek. But I do like a nice drop of gin and water. I'll be back with the news in a while. <laughs>